live here, episode three, Higher Purpose Podcast, season two. And we have a guest today, a very special guest, a good friend of mine, a beast. He lives out in Boston, Xavier Flowers, a hometown Gilderland native. He's here with us today. And what are we going to be talking about today, Xavier? We're going to touch on um, my new and upcoming fitness pro- fitness and nutrition uh, program. It's called Intent. I'll touch on it later, but I want to give you guys a chance to get to know me a little bit. And, you know, I'll, I'll touch on all that stuff later. But for now, hey, let's get this thing going. Xavier, I see all of the videos, man. You're moving some heavy ass weight out there, uh, getting really strong. But back in high school, when we first like became friends and linked up, you were pretty small. You were a scrawny guy. Always had like a good physique, but never as strong as you are right now. So tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got started and uh, what your goals maybe are right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... In high school, you know, I was a athlete, just living off of mom and dad, whatever they would cook at home. So, you know, I was probably sitting at a solid 120 in high school. And how tall are you, brother? Huh? And how tall are you? Yeah, 5'6". I was I was probably 5'5 five, five when I first got into high school. Didn't, didn't grow that much afterward. 5'6", <laughs> and. 20 pounds maybe around there uh playing football with freaking alec and john larkham <laughs> some, <laughs> some big boys yeah, yeah. And, and you know just to give you guys you know for those that are listening a perspective on that you know john john or you know lyman and stuff like that they're all 200 pounds plus and i was the test dummy for the look defense i don't know if you guys knew that <laughs> I did not. I had no idea. Honestly, bro, I remember being in gym class with you one time and we were running the mile and you took off like <laughs> everyone, everyone was like, like pacing themselves a little bit. But I just remember, dude, you flying ahead of everyone. And it was like either two or three straight laps. Like you were like maybe a lap a lap and a half ahead of everyone but then you just hit a wall (laughs) because it was like this shit was like an absolute sprint like not sustainable at all it literally was dude and i just will never forget how fast you just like went ahead it was like this is unreal but eventually at at some point that that just had to end it and then some people started catching up with you still still a great time it was awesome but I i don't remember which year class but i just remember it so vividly you just absolutely taken off <laughs> and then, I know. Oh. yeah i had no idea how to pace myself yeah i was just like oh we're running this mile i have no idea how far that is sure. <laughs> just sprint it and find out <laughs> that was so fun bro. Dude, but yeah was- you know i got in the got on the track um my freshman year did indoor and that was that was, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was probably around the time where I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm pretty fast. I had a few track meets under my belt. Did that mile and completely misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, yeah. Throughout high school, um, you know, this kind of goes into the story. Throughout high school, I mean, do you guys remember? Like, I was always smiling and stuff like that. Oh hell yeah, fuck yeah, still yeah, are, yeah, yeah. Always, yeah. still are. 
Um, yeah, I was actually pretty in a dark place <laughs> in high school. <laughs> I was, um, you know, I, I don't know if it was because of, you know, I can't even say it was like more outside. I think it was more because I was actually pretty malnourished in high school. Wow. So like I had, yeah, I was, I was very anxious, you know, but like my, my smile and stuff like that was kind of like my mask right, right. <laughs> so to speak sure. um so yeah uh i didn't really figure that part out until like i started my journey in college okay um so like fast forward through high school um high school went through a lot i was still again i was still like a pretty good athlete ran track um went to nationals uh twice <laughs> the second time was like a little fishy because like we we went me and Najee had went with uh our individual numbers and we ran as a relay so it was a little weird um but I still competed at the highest level which oh. is what I wanted to do and then I went into a D1 <laughs> it was a school that was D1 but they kind of snuck into D1 it was really weird mm, okay so yeah, from there, um, yeah, 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 my freshman year of college, I ran D1, and it was, it was incredible and everything, but, like, the coaching was terrible, again, I still had, like, this huge, uh, I guess you would say, like, imposter syndrome, like, I, I got there, I was getting be you can you can only imagine like the, the colleges that, that I went against they were the kids were they were fast mm -hmm. I was going out I was trying to go out there and feel like the big man but now I got beat very badly and then the coaches the coaches left because they felt like our team was terrible and it was horrible so after that I let track go Damn, and then somewhere around my soft no my junior year my fiance. <laughs> she oh, yeah. came shout into the school. Yeah, shout out, shout out, Summer. <laughs> my fiance uh, came into the school at the time. I also had uh, two friends that were also into exercise and fitness. One of them actually in exercise science, just like you, Chris. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so he was going for PT, but he was trying to do the exercise science route. Um, yeah, she started. She started going to the gym for a class. My boy started going to the gym here and there, um, and I would kind of go with him just because it was fun. It was something to do. Yeah. Um, and then at that time, I kind of got hit with something that I never felt before. Um, and I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this. It's called, uh, some sort of death anxiety. It's called, it's called death anxiety. Yeah. Oh shit. I feel like I used to have that when I was younger. Yeah. I, I never diagnosed, but I was real. I had panic attacks over like the fear of death. Yeah. 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 So like that would happen to me. I'd have the shortness of breath, the tightness and whatnot. I relate. Um, yeah, it, it kept happening and um at some point yeah at some point like I 
I was just like, yo, I gotta, I gotta get past this. I don't know how. Um, I listened to like a few podcasts, and, <laughs> um, and then it, I guess the, I guess what kind of tipped it over. My grandmother had called me one day. It was like, hey, I, uh, I'm really sick. I don't want you to worry about it, but, um, you know, I just want you. To, I just want you to know I love you, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always here for you. Yeah, dude. That, that kind of sense. So that kind of scared me. <laughs> um, I found out a few months later that she had some sort of cancer and it had spread all over her body. She was able to live for the next, like, what, five years after that? She recently passed away last year. Um, yeah, no worries. But her telling me that, finding out that she had cancer, I was like, yeah, I got I to gotta get in the gym. I got to figure out how... I have no idea how to keep myself healthy. Yeah, right. I've been an athlete all these years. I, I ran at highest levels. I, I played football, so I felt like I was pretty strong. Um, I ran D one, but like I have no idea how to be. I don't know how. I don't know what is healthy. Like, what does that look like? Mm. So, you know, with motivation from my fiance, she started going to the gym motivation from my roommates and then I had um some more motivation from a my friend who was a similar size to me he's a little bit taller he was getting big in the gym I was like yeah it's time mm-hmm. right Hell it's yeah. time so I dedicated I dedicated basically my junior and senior year of college to just like learning everything well not everything at learning as much as I could just to just to see where, like, what healthy is, how can I get in that healthy range, mm-hmm. and um, be balanced all enjoy over. this process. Like, I, this is something that I had to enjoy. What did you say, right. Chris? I was saying trying to achieve balance in, like, all areas of life, figuring that yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure it all out. And, you know, at the same time, it was it was kind of based off of this fear, like, oh my God, like, I don't want to get cancer. I don't want to die. Right. That thought would, I like, I, I missed out on funerals because like, I was like, I don't want to look at a casket. Mm. Dude, um, I, um, I feel it's, it's kind of, it's honestly awesome. I feel like our stories are, are super similar in, right. in one sense, bro, where you were kind of at a point where, you needed to discover for yourself, like what does healthy even mean? Which yeah. I think is such a, which is such a, a downfall of like growing up and like education school in a sense of like no, the schools and everything, no one teaches you what the fuck it actually means to live yeah. a healthy life. Like the fact <laughs> that we all had to like, like go through like a, like a, like painful times and like be super malnourished or, or just like research and experiment ourselves because kids were never fucking taught growing up what it actually meant to live a healthy life, to take care of your, your physical and also your mental. And, and it's just like, it's made us, I believe all of us like stronger for it that we had to go through these trials and tribulations, but it's, it is so fucking unfortunate. And that's why that's why I know all three of us, like our jobs here are to help people so they can be healthy and they don't have to go through the same fucking like pain and suffering right. to become healthy. But it is like such, 
such a shame and kind of a crazy thing that so many people are, are just in a, a super like dark, unhealthy place. And they're just like, what the fuck am I supposed yeah. to do here? Like, where do I even start? And they carry that facade too of like, everything's all right. Like you said, covered it with the smiles. And I feel like a lot of times too, when we're being educated and grown up, like they teach you quote unquote healthy foods and like to exercise, but like, what does that really mean? And I feel like another thing is that we really lack on mental health. Like people do not preach mental health or like how to get yeah. yourself out of certain dark places. Like yeah. a lot of people are struggling. And I, another thing is I feel like going through college, working with a lot of college age kids right now, like that yeah. time period of like high school to college, just out of college yeah. are some of the hardest times yeah. of your life. Like I agree. mentally, cause you do not yeah. know you're trying to figure out and navigate how to get yourself to a place where you are living a balanced life that you're happy with. And I feel like it's just neglected and people, yeah. their mental like health, their emotions get kicked to the yeah. curb where it's yeah. so important and crucial that yeah. we're on top of it. Especially with the combination of for so many college people just like, drinking so often and what happens when you're drinking all the time that means you're not getting any sleep at all it just it's yeah. funny two things that like like when i drink or when i don't get sleep i feel so fucking terrible and those were two consistent things for like four years yeah. add on eating terrible food because kids don't have any money or even know what healthy food is so it's like a combination of these three detrimental things that are almost just like put on full blast Right. together and then combined with whatever else you're already dealing with from childhood trying to fit in if you're in a new place like it's just this like combination of of this this perfect recipe of like disaster for like unhappiness mm -hmm. it really fucking is dude it's Xavier, you went from you went from college lifting for you know your last couple of years and then when did you really start to take off when did all those numbers start to rise like when did you were you bodybuilding because i know now you're doing more power lifting like how did you get to this point now? So, um, no, when I first started, I was kind of just doing like the regular big three, you know, squat, bench, deadlift. Um, yeah. And at first it was just me focusing on uh, how to do these lifts correctly. So like I have all the videos from when I first started. This guy's got immaculate form too. Don't let, don't let him fool you. Like spot on, he is textbook <laughs> to a T with all of his lifts. This man knows what he's talking about when it comes to form. Yeah, I um I took my time. I was I was definitely a quarter squatter when I first started. Like my depth was terrible. Um and like, you know, when we were in high school, you know, sorry to go back to it. When we were in high school, what? We were told not to let our knees go past our toes and squat a certain way. And I have a video from that time too. Uh, when I was in the GHS um, uh, gym and I was squatting 275 and it looked like I was doing a good morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit>. oh gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it was a slow, it was a slow process. You know, I kept doing it. I squat, bench, deadlift. I've probably been doing it for like the past, like what? What has it been? Four years? Yeah. consistently but you know it took me i started with form i had to connect i had to make sure i was connecting with the right muscles right um and i wanted to make sure i was doing it right i wanted to make sure my range of motion was um pretty good so like i didn't really go past like i've tried 315 in college but i i was i was probably sitting at 225 
and below for like the longest time for years on squats or all your compounds? Yeah, like on squats. Yeah. Um, you know, I love squats. That's why I talk about it yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's probably one of the hardest lifts to develop. Yeah. Um, unless, unless again, if you if you're born with that fantastic range of motion and ass to grass squats, um, then like, actually, no, my fiance had some problems with it too, but that's besides the point um yeah so like once I got like my form down I felt comfortable um that's when I kept putting the weight on I had the I, I was still like in a newbie gains kind of range so I was like all right we can start going up five pounds each week or yeah. um yeah me and my buddy I think yeah my right after I got out of college I started understanding programming a little bit more so then like I started making my own programs um, where I wasn't like going balls to the wall like you might see my man Najee Hickling. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's so. But I was kind of, you know, I used the, I basically used a percentage in RPE approach. Um, and I would sit, you know, I would always sit below my numbers. I didn't really max out until I was hitting three sixty five comfortably. Right yeah yo and as far as like so obviously like the to get bigger and stronger like obviously the programming the exercising it's uh the lifting is obviously massive and so important but as far as nutrition goes bro like you were talking oh, yeah. about before like that you're a hard gainer so like what did you have to change or what did you have to implement or take out nutrition wise like to be able to get to that next level where you were also throwing up as much weight and and also adding size to your body dude because obviously now like you look at a brick house bro like obviously you're doing something right, <laughs> right. in the kitchen <laughs> when i first started i was um in college you know i had the freshman five um I, I was 15 i thought freshman 15 um so I, think, <laughs> I think i started out i was about 130 pounds i now weigh 185 as of this oh sorry 188 as of this morning <laughs> that's, that's awesome um but you know it was a few things that did it for me first i had to get to the point where i was comfortable in my skin because like you know while I was skinny I felt like I was way too skinny mm -hmm. um and you know that led to what yo-yo dieting going back up and then like realizing well I guess yo-yo dieting for somebody that's skinny you go up and you're just like ah, I can't sustain this this sucks and then you go right back to the regular way that you were eating and I kind of went through that um, throughout my freshman, no, sorry, not my freshman, my junior and senior year of college. Um, now, during 2020 is when I really started to put it together. Um, I started saying like, hey, well, first I had to learn um, what I needed to do. And then once I implemented everything, I kind of started meal planning. And I was just like, okay, I can eat this. I can eat that. I can eat that. That's fine. I can cook this out. I know how many calories they are. Mm -hmm. I've, I've weighed everything out. Um, and, you know, it, it wasn't like, hey, I'm going to go straight into a bulk. It was more like, I'm going to incrementally bring my calories up. I know mm -hmm. where I'm at now. Let me 
not go balls to the wall and try to eat 3,000, 4,000 calories. It's not going to work for me. I can barely, I can barely eat over 2,000 right now. Okay. So what I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a snack for me. I'm just, I'm just, yeah. but that's, I'm glad that you said the exact calories, man, because like it really is like, like so different for every single person. Like, yes. like how many calories are you eating? What do you say? I, I know you don't count like an anymore. A- average day. Average day. I'm usually probably in the ballpark park of like five to six thousand a day. Five to yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> there are special cases on the weekends where we're reaching probably closer to eight. Eight thousand. Yeah. Like, to, like that's the most week of eating. I'm not gonna lie. I do it in a day. Yeah. Yeah, so like you see, you know, you see how you know it definitely, it definitely depends. Xavier's over here giggling, bro. You don't even want to know the numbers on like post bodybuilding binges. We're talking like in a ballpark of twenty thousand a day, bro. Like, like some crazy dude. Like a pack of Oreos is just a fucking snack after a bodybuilding show. Jeez, a jar of peanut butter was just a midnight snack. But yeah, no, like this is this is definitely like a big tip for um those hard gainers out there, you know. You uh you know what you're eating already. You don't even have to change much, right? Keep eating the same way you do, but like what I used to do was other than the meal planning and stuff like that, I used to get like these snacks, like these high calorie snacks, like peanuts. I used to down a bag of almonds while I'm sitting down watching TV. Because it's it's mindless, you don't think about it. You're getting some good fats, yeah. and um, you know, yeah, you're getting a bunch of calories. <laughs> what were you saying? Were opt- I said hormone levels were optimal with all that fat in your diet. <laughs> oh come on, man! <laughs> well, only imagine the chunks that were coming out in your shits, bro. Because you know, I I would say I I back in high school I was like Patty. You remember I was skinny as yeah. I was always skinny, and then yeah. I, I suggest the same thing, like getting in those extra snacks, calorie dense snacks. I'm more yeah. of a carbs person, but I dude, I was like, like you were saying, you went, didn't go balls to the wall, bro. I remember trying to go balls to the wall with like the mass gaining shakes and um, I remember like puking, I remember yeah. like having diarrhea, like probably, I mean, nowadays shakes got to be better, but like that, yeah. back 10 years ago, I don't even know what they're putting <laughs> in them, bro. Like I... I just remember, like, especially in high school, like, working on the farm, like, going to a baseball workout and just feeling I was going to absolutely boot this chunky-ass mass gainer all over the fucking floor. I I mean, I vividly remember one time going to the farm, coming home, slugging a mass gainer, working out, and I fucking threw up all, like, in my basement while I was lifting. I was like, geez, there's got to be a better way than this. (laughs) Dude, I, so, um... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, throughout high school and stuff like that, you know, me and Najee and them, we were they were always um trying like different protein shakes, masculiner. I never got on it because I always thought they were bad. I was like, what? I don't want to take protein. I don't want to take creatine. What that is was that? the opposite? I was like, if it says it's going to get me stronger on the label, I'm putting it in my body. It. <laughs> Could have been fucking calcium pill. I don't care. Could have been horse steroids. Like, shoot me up with it. I want to get big. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. so much stuff. My body didn't even know what to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, you know, I always thought, like, okay, I I had this impression that if I were to get bigger, um, then I would get slower in my runs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't fucking concerned about that. No, I got... I got I got two, I got two follow up questions for you too, Xavier. Sure. First one, real quick. 
Max lifetime squat bench deadlift. Okay. I haven't, well, <laughs> for squat, I haven't really maxed out until that day you spotted me and saved my <laughs> life <laughs> with, with 450, yeah, 55 pounds. 55, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I think I can probably do, I can definitely do 425, and I'll probably cap it there. Um, deadlift, I've done... I did it at my cousin's gym, okay? My cousin, he spray painted his weights and it changed the weight of those plates. I don't know how much spray paint he had on there, but 315 deadlifting felt like 405 for some reason. <laughs> I went up, I went up, um, I want to say my cousin, Matthias. Um, me and Najee went up there to go visit him. We were... We were just gonna go max out deadlift and and bench. This was before I left for Boston. Yeah. Um. I was sitting at. I was sitting at like one seventy five, I think. Um, and we and we load four ninety five on the bar. I was like, all right, this should be easy. We do four ninety five, but it was like a grind, like a really unnecessary grind. Right. Um. And then I think I. Threw a, I think I threw like a 2.5 or a 5 on the end of it. Because I was like, all right, I have no idea how much weight I'm deadlifting. I'm just going to pick it up. My assumption, my assumption is that that day, it was a stiff bar too. I On that day, I think it was 5.15 or 5.25. Okay. Um, I think later that year, I went to Albany Strength and I did 5.15 on a deadlift bar. Yeah, so, like it had a little bit more whip to it. Yeah, so, makes yeah. a difference. Yeah, <laughs> and bench press, where are we at? <laughs> uh, bench press, the max I've ever done was 275. I'm on the road for 315 right now. I know you got that in you. Fuck yeah, Xavier. We got about 10 minutes left here. Um, I wanted to ask you in, in a synopsis your mental health since you were in that dark place in college. How has lifting changed your mental health? To right now like to get you to this point oh and, and is there and other than lifting have you done anything else bro like to also help you out or has it just been the lifting as well um yeah no lifting dramatically changed everything um and you know of course i had to get into a good place in order for me to actually feel good about myself i don't attach how good i feel um to how i look uh it's all about how i feel okay. um Fuck it. In terms of like lifting though, like I am generally a very anxious person or I used to be. Um, something like this, doing this is very unnatural and uncomfortable. But you know, this year I'm like, hey, let's get uncomfortable, let's do okay, this. Buddy, yeah. Let's go. Um, and yeah. you know, lifting lifting and exercising is not comfortable. And it's like once you get used to doing that, doing things that you are scared of just becomes so much easier. Oh, hell yeah. Like, yeah, I can squat 400 pounds. Like, I should be able to walk in front of a giant crowd and scream and look crazy. <laughs> 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 yeah, say that. You can, bro. There's nothing that stops you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, 
but yeah, no, other than that, I've done like a lot of reading. I, I saw that you're doing the Jay Shetty stuff. I yeah. actually listened to his podcast a lot when I was in college. Dude, he's amazing. I, uh, he's amazing. I, uh, I, yeah, it was just a bunch of reading. I had to change the music I listened to, too. I don't. Dude, bro, I totally feel we that. We literally dude. just talked about that today. Dude, that is super, super powerful. The music that it's you're like flooding filming. into your yeah. fucking system. Because because I think you're just like subconsciously like you're picking up on it. For example, like when I used to listen to rap a lot, I think I was a much more aggressive person naturally, personally. Yeah, when I, no, was rap, I was in more of a dark place. But if I, yeah. if I like choose consciously to listen to like more like upbeat, like dance, like tropical house type stuff or like reggae, bro, like I'm so calm and cool and collected because like, I'm going to fight someone when you listen to reggae music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? Like it's so powerful. <laughs> But no, um, yeah, my, my freshman year of college, I, you know, I was, <laughs> I was in a really different place. I, um, I lost a lot of my friends from back home a little bit. I'm now back friends with them again. Um, and yeah, I was less on this bad path. I was listening to like a lot of future all day. Um, and I, I physically just felt almost angry or unhappy all the time. Mm-hmm. um i switched it up i started listening to like more r&b more calm music oh, yeah. and that kind of put me in a better place for healing yeah. um you know and i'm happy to say like i don't have that death anxiety anymore i was able to go to my grandmother's funeral Hell um, yeah, that's awesome. and you know conquer that challenge um but yeah you know mental health is a big part of this i you know i think for people that are trying to lose weight and stuff like that like get a therapist it's very very challenging to go through this process without getting your head straight 100 percent, bro the mind yeah. comes dude the mind comes first bro always and it's yeah. like uh i'm i'm totally on the same page bro getting that like that like your mind and your body right and like no matter what other areas that you're struggling in your life like if you can work to figure those things out like it'll ripple into the rat everything 100%. else will just become better and easier when you start working on your mind and your body first like Absolutely. first and foremost yeah. Xavier, I want to say these last couple minutes here. I want you to tell us about your new business, your new venture, what you're going to be offering, where people can find you, find you, yeah, everything. Um, so yeah, I am announcing um, Intense, which is my online nutrition and fitness program. And I want to detach myself from it because I do plan on having other people or other coaches work with me as well. Um, I am currently specializing in people who are hard gainers like myself, oh, just yeah. because I've been there. I know how to relate with you. I can definitely help you. And again, this isn't a program where I'm like, hey, um, just give me your money and I'll coach you. That's not what this is. This is a partnership to help you build a sustainable life. Oh, I'm not yeah. here to just give you a program, give you macros. That is not what I'm here for. Actually, I'll give you macros for free just to start you off. Um, so yeah, you can find me either at explode.fit on Instagram or you can find me at intent fitness. Yeah, at intent fitness on Instagram as well. Hell yeah. Yeah. When's this going live, Xavier? When can people start kind of linking up with you? They can start linking up with me right now. You can DM me, change my life. <laughs> Hell yeah. If you want. Um and yeah, I, you can also find me on Facebook as well. You can uh, message me, Xavier Flowers. 
and I will put you into my community that ha I have started already as 30 members and I'm ready to get this going. Hell yeah. yeah. Dude, that's awesome to hear, man. Yeah, and honestly, Xavier, like I'm hyped. I'm hyped for you, man. Like I'm hyped to hear about your journey and and how far you've come, dude. Because I think that's something again, like you, me, Chris, have super, uh, super similar between all of us. Is it's been kind of like we've all had our own unique journeys, but we all had to go through our own trials, tribulations, like painful moments, dark moments. But uh, but we've all come out. We've overcome. We kept going, and I think we're all just better and stronger and more equipped to help other people now because of it. So, so in the end, it's like those moments of struggle are like the most, the most important, the most meaningful of all. Cause, cause it brought yeah. us all to where we are now. Life's so. defining. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how you yeah. stand up to challenge in, in adversity. Yeah. And dude, I couldn't be more hyped just so the people know me and Xavier are going to Alpha land together here in three weeks. Let's yeah, dude, we're going to be in Alpha land in the freaking Mecca. We're also going corrupted strength. Moving yes. heavy ass weight. We're gonna be eating big, training hard, heavyweight, nothing but heavy, heavy singles. Okay. Come <laughs> on now. I'm not even doing sets of two in alpha. Like, heavy, heavy sets of singles. one. Sets of one. And you're gonna be seeing all sorts of content. I'm vlogging the whole thing. Josette <laughs> just got her camera in. I got mine right here. Already back up the vlogging game, dude. We're gonna have so much fun. And um, I'm excited to hear how those first couple of weeks of business are going for you and how what I can do to help you out. Seriously. Uh, of course, of course. Guys, thank you, Xavier. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Brandon, thank you for being here today. It was a pleasure, sir. Uh, actually, it's our podcast, not mine. I don't know why I'm thanking you. <laughs> thank you for, for being here today on this snowy February day up here yeah. in the office. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of fun. Xavier, thank you so much for sharing your journey. And of guys, course. on the next episode, all right? All right, brother. Great. All right, brother.